back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Travis here again to use Dynasty Trade Calculator, all of its goodness, to help you win your leagues because it's there. It's time. I mean, it's Scott Fishbowl playoff time. Congrats to everyone who made it. Sorry if you didn't. I don't know what else to say. Too bad. Um, But again, we are hitting up trade deadline time. If you have those in your league, I, I, I know John and I are, you know, against having trade deadlines i don't know about travis but like eh. but that's not what we're here to talk about i see the the glare coming out of john's eyes to get moving uh so we're going to jump into quarterback and travis has our quarterback today who are we talking about Uh, i'm actually going to go with uh kyler murray so kyler murray um we've talked about him on a couple of the other shows as a comparative to a few other players but uh, I think w- with Kyler Murray, he's just in an interesting spot where he's coming back. He's, you know, he's not played lights out, I guess, with, as a passer, uh, but he's still that Konami code. He's really mobile. Um, so, yeah, he, he's just in an interesting spot. He's not old. He's not crazy young. And so how do you actually value Kyler Murray in your leagues right now moving forward? So to me, it's interesting because on the in the Dynasty Trade Calculator, he's actually just... In terms of 12 teams, Superflex, Titan Premium, he's almost exactly equivalent, just to, just a shade above uh, valued at the 1.01 for next year's draft. Uh, he's worth uh, 43.8 right now, and the 1.01 is right around 40 points even. And so are they really equivalent uh, to, to you guys? Are they really equivalent? Like I, Because I'm asking myself that question, and, and I don't know. I don't know. John? It could be a vote. <laughs> It could uh, be a vote. It could be a vote. <laughs> it, it even could be a vote. And I will roll the dice that it could be a vote because give me the pick. Um, my Kyler hatred is well known on here. Again, don't hate Kyler. I've just never felt comfortable at the cost that it gets to have Kyler on your team. Um, so I will just keep the 101. I will hope that Caleb Williams comes out and is ready for the NFL ready for everything that goes along with it. The the little red flags people are seeing with uh, Caleb Williams already feels like people trying to nitpick in advance. So Man, uh, his game <laughs> is, is fine by me. Like, yeah, I don't really care. I, I don't care if the people that are scoring fan, fantasy points for me ever talk to the media. As far as I'm concerned, they <laughs> never should. <laughs> They'll be way yeah. better. Um, so, yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. Um, I'll take Caleb Williams. I think just for the mere fact that like he has that potential that everybody loves, he's got more value. Um, I I think by this time next year, well, not next, this time next year, by the start of the season, once he's been drafted, hopefully <laughs> on a team, hopefully the starting quarterback, hopefully he's not back at USC. Uh, I think you'll be able to get Kyler Murray plus a little bit of something for Caleb Williams. So I'll take the pick. It's really what it comes down to for me also. Um, just to put it out there, I looked at scoring, and over the past two weeks, Kyler Murray, again, super small samples, but that's all we have of Kyler Murray being healthy, right? Mm-hmm. He's the QB8 with 22.775. Like He's yeah. not lighting the world on fire, but he's by no means doing bad. He's winning you games, you know, over 20 points both weeks. Um, but John's right. Um, I think Kyler needs to not even finish as a top 10 quarterback the rest of the season. I don't think if he doesn't finish as a top four or five and decidedly so 
Caleb is going to easily be worth more, assuming he enters the draft and assuming, like, even if he does pull an Eli and, like, you know, no, I'm not playing for you and ends up getting traded somewhere else, I still, as long as he's in the league and playing, he will most likely be worth more than Kyler. So I'm going to stick with the pick just because it's the value play and there is easily the chance that you can get Kyler plus from Caleb. What if, what if things go as horribly as they have for, you know, let's say Bryce Young? What if they go as well as some, <laughs> like CJ Stroud? It, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter because it, it, could, it could be a boat. It could, it it could, could be, be a boat. <laughs> because the, the goal would be if you wanted to move Caleb, you move him well before the season starts. Yeah. Like, you know, you yeah. don't want that first game where he looks mediocre because that will just – it won't ruin mm. his value at all, but it'll lower your field of options. Of like, there'll be people who are like, uh, I'm going to wait and see now. But yeah. the pure hype, the pure, he could be a boat. I just yep. think we're going to say that as much the as hype. Really cool the, what could be the potential? That That's why all these picks could, I mean, especially in Superflex with these quarterbacks, that's why they're just through the roof for, I mean, all of rookie draft season, like even like the, I don't know, several months beforehand. Uh, even in you know halfway through the, the the first year and even beyond, like even if there's there's no evidence that leads, leads us to suggest that they're going to be an elite player, these young quarterbacks that could be uh, that could actually hit one day hold their value for quite some time, which is actually uh, that leads me to the players that I want to compare and you guys to rank them, if you will. Real quick before you get to the list, Arizona still has the number two pick. And the whole they could draft May there or they could make a move up to go get Caleb is going to also keep Kyler's uh, value down a little bit, assuming again or, he doesn't just go nuts. Once his contract, tells. or uh, no, he's got okay. that's the thing. Like, they cannot, the only way they get rid of Kyler is if they if they trade him. Yeah. Like, like, they would the, have to the, trade the, him the, for the, the dead money is like a non starter for like multiple years still. Yep. And so, um, they're gonna have to trade him or or draft Marvin Harrison Jr. No. In which case his value goes up. Nice. So there's that. I would, I would that I would love that. All right, yeah. but let's get to the list. Okay. So speaking of young guys that are going to hold their value, no matter what evidence we have to, to suggest they shouldn't, um, Anthony Richardson, <laughs> and of course Kyler Murray's on the list, and then Dak Prescott. I'm interested in how you guys view him. Uh, even though he is "quote unquote" older, he's not old, by the way. He's like thirty years old. Just older, uh, older, you know. Older. Yeah. Yeah, Travis can't say a thirty-year-old's old. No, I can't. I mean, I'm thirty-four now, so I can't. I can't do that. <laughs> no, you're such a baby. Yeah, uh, and then uh, speaking of, by the way, I, I was like, uh, I saw a video of Jason Kelsey showing up in his uh, Letterman jacket to the game, you know, and he mm-hmm. was like oh six, and I was like, oh dang, that grizzly old old looking man, dude. Like I, he's only he's a year older than me. Like that's uh it just it was it was a it was one of those moments where I'm like man I am like auto retirement age for Madden Welcome right now. to the world Travis yeah. wait till uh-huh. you start wait till you start seeing, seeing some some kid getting drafted that like mm-hmm. oh that kid's almost the same age as my kid yeah <laughs> anyway. just wait till the first Debbie um, prospect that you you go researching is in the same birth year as your your first child well my my child is already on a fantasy football roster so anyway we can we can get to that but anyway anthony richardson anthony richardson kyler murray dak prescott and justin fields oh i hate this don't you (laughs) i've got my number four 
Me too. Is it Dak? Yeah. Okay, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other three, oh man. See, I like Fields way more than most people. I, I tried to get him over the last month. No success. Like, could not add him anywhere uh, for what should have been just a small discount. Just a small discount. All right. I think I'm ready to go. Right. And I'm doing this based on value because with Anthony Richardson being out, it makes it a little tough. So honestly, like I'm thinking of value post season already at this point. And I think Anthony Richardson will be the most valuable just because he can't screw things up right now. And Justin Fields and Kyler Murray seem are seemingly on short leashes because of their team situation, even though they could very realistically not at all be on short leashes, but the reality doesn't even matter right now. You know, people don't seem to like Justin Fields in general. So I think it will take far to, like, I don't think he could do anything to raise his value this season. Like, I think we need to see two seasons back to back with him being featured in that offense and them not doing the same crap they did for the first four or five games, the past two seasons before his value goes up. But by then he'll be old, you know, so it, it's rough. Um, but like Anthony Richardson, he's there. He's 24. Yeah, I know. He's 24, man. I, I know. Uh. I know what I said. Um, but Anthony Richardson's there because he's young. He's still the shiny new toy, even though he got hurt. And I think his value will stay up there. I have Kyler Murray next because we've seen it. It's dependable. I don't, I care less. Like if we're talking about Kyler or Justin Fields being moved for whatever draft things end up happening, I would feel better on Kyler Murray on a different team than I would Justin Fields on another team, even though I think they'd both be fine. So that's why I put Kyler above Fields. But honestly, I don't think I really care between the two of them. And I put Dak Prescott last because he's hit that QB version of Keenan Allen at this point. He's going to score you points. He's very good, but he will—he just—he won't be rated as a top twelve quarterback. He was Matt Stafford four years ago. Like, like he—that's he, fine. He he's he's going to be anymore. fine. So the flash is gone. He's 30 and there's just going to keep being more younger and younger quarterbacks coming in. So like, I think his value is down there. But the thing is, like, if we're talking, who do I want on my team to score points? Well, clearly that would move Richardson to the bottom at this point, but Dak would be higher. Yeah, I, I almost completely agree with you, uh, unfortunately. Um, I still have Anthony Richardson one, but I would move Anthony Richardson in a heartbeat yes. for Kyler or for Fields, or for Dak, if I can get anything on top of them. Like, yep. and if I'm contending, and for some reason, like, I was, <laughs> I just lost Burrow, and I had a Burrow-Anthony Richards team, and then, you know, getting by team, I would be looking to move Anthony Richardson. If I could get one for one, Kyler Murray, right now, I would take that. If I could get one for one, Justin Fields, right now, I would not want to take it, but I would probably inevitably accept that. Um, just to get those points just to get those points over the next few weeks, which are extremely important weeks. So uh, I would not move him one for one for Dak, but uh, I would certainly pursue an offer of what can I get Dak plus? Um, Cause I have Burrow on some teams and I like, I have been whittling down my quarterbacks as they all get hurt. Uh, I am staring down, starting some bad, bad things. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, what can I get? even though you should never trade the injured player to replace the injured player, that's bad practice. Look, once you get down to it, sometimes you have to. And 
so that's kind of how I figured my basing uh, is Anthony Richardson. I think I, I could get the other guys. I don't think I could get Anthony Richardson or Kyler Murray. I don't think I can get Anthony Richardson or Justin Fields. Like I, I couldn't go the other direction. So I all take fields above Kyler. Uh, I agree with Ross. It's, it's really a coin flip right there for the two of them. Uh, I am very hopeful that Fields has a situation change somehow, um, whether it be a change in Chicago or a change from Chicago at some point. He's a good enough quarterback. He's not going to not be a starter. Like, look around the NFL. People that think Justin Fields is going to wash out and not be a starter on a team next year, look around Look around, man. That's not happening. It is ugly. You don't think the Jets would love to have Justin Fields? Like, holy cow. That would be so great. Not to mention I guess they all have Aaron Rodgers back in, what, like three days or something like that. So That's what they say. Uh Seriously. But, I mean, like, just look around the NFL. Justin Fields is one of the best 32 quarterbacks on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. there's and no look way ahead to that. what's coming in. Look ahead to what's coming in. Like, this year, we have Caleb Williams, Drake May. Uh, we want to get ex- – I mean, I, I would love to get super excited about Jaden Daniels. Uh, it's going to take a lot for me not to. But after that, um, you know, maybe, maybe Bo Nix or – Michael Penix or, you know, J.J. McCarthy. Bo Nix is, is probably older than <clears throat> Justin Fields, yeah. right? How old is he? he they're, they're, uh, they're the same age, I believe, oh. yeah. They're pretty much the same age. Uh, but it's just like, I don't know, there's not a whole lot that I'm super, super confident in beyond Caleb Williams and uh, Drake May in this class. And then the year beyond that, there's basically nobody. There's not one. There's not a quarterback in, in the 2025 class right now until something changes. Like, there's zero. They, like, it's going to be a 2022 draft class that, hey, this random day three quarterbacks, the best guy in the class, you know, it's going to be that kind of that kind of year again, unless something drastic changes. So, yeah, Justin Fields is here to stay, guys. And so and that's that's why I confidently rank him, I think, higher than um, many people do, uh, just because we've actually seen some drastic improvement from him in recent years. Well, recent weeks, rather, because uh, this year, like he's a full like yard more in terms of adjusted net yards per pass attempt um, year over year. And this year he's like got two to one pass, t- you know, passing touchdowns to interceptions, like all his passing metrics are better. And plus he's already got that, that uh, upside in the, the ground game where he's putting up like a hundred rushing yards there for you uh, to give you a ridiculously nice floor. And so I really like that quite a bit. And so to me, it's like in, in this tier of four, it's Kyler Murray and Justin Fields, one, a one B. And then I rank Dak uh third because i would always prefer the highly productive uh top-notch nfl starter uh with a decent proven uh you know track record over this you know mystery box that actually has every metric in the book pointing to tell us that he's horrible like anthony richardson uh like he's athletic that's cool guys um but like that's the only thing that he has he's young he's athletic have fun with not scoring points this year and then, you know, maybe, maybe him halfway, you know, getting to a point w- which it's tolerable next year. So I, I, I would always prefer, um, you know, taking a, a guy who's actually better profile wise is, and is producing now in fields at a similar age. Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, who is just a year removed from being an, an elite, elite value in dynasty leagues and, and Dak Prescott, who's just out producing all of them. He's got like, what, 13 touchdowns to two interceptions in the last four weeks and you know, capturing, you know, what we, we thought he should be in the last two years. So much prefer those three over Anthony Richardson personally, but 
Uh, Kyler would lead the pack with with Fields right behind him in this uh, group of four for me. See, I just think the fact that Anthony Richardson's a Florida quarterback is all he needs. The NFL, for some reason, gives Florida quarterbacks so many chances. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's also uh, not right. going to he's not going to wash out either. Like even no. if he no up to bad match bad metrics, he's going yeah. to get plenty of. He'll, he'll, yeah, I mean, he's just he'll be bad, but he'll he'll, he'll stick around still. All right, so let's move on to running back. It's bad. It's just bad. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's no point uh, to me. There's no point in talking about one running back right now. So I'm going to steal a little bit of John's idea of what he had a few weeks ago, and I'm just going to talk about competing teams and your second round pick. From because, a running back standpoint, I hope, and not a wide receiver standpoint. Well, you're taking wide receiver. I'm doing running back. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because you're doing the same thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, but let's forget that was said out loud. So I'm in a, I'm in a couple of spots. Where we, like John and I were just talking before we actually started recording. I have Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry on one of my competing teams. Aaron Jones hurt again. Derrick Henry, like I always said, he's he'll stop doing well when he decides to stop doing well, and it looks like that may have happened. Or for some reason, the Titans giving him less. I think the 11 and 10 were his rushing totals the past two games. That's so sad. I, they're, uh, they've moved on, I, I really think is what it comes down to. And that just sucks that they didn't move him at the deadline. Um, so, like, I'm trying to think about what I need to do at running back. And, well, if I actually had my second, like, that's the most I really want to do anything right now. I don't want to move a first for a running back if I don't have to. And especially with no trade deadlines in our leagues, that's not going to be until I need it to happen. And it's not, I'm not there yet. So I, what I'm going to do is I want to list a couple of quarterback uh, quarterbacks, running backs, and I want you to tell me if you would send your competing second for this player. Now, I don't want to say the 212 because that's a little too optimistic and makes it a little too hard value-wise because the late seconds come in around three to four points on the dynasty trade calculator, which means we're talking lower level running backs. But I think these are guys you might also just feel okay starting. So let's just go down the list. Would you would you trade your 24 second for Jalen Warren right now? <sighs> no. Uh yeah. maybe. Absolutely not. Like no it's a maybe from me. That that does not how this works, John. <laughs> I gotta find out what my other options are. If I'm shopping my you think I'm only shopping at one store I'm not, when I'm trying this? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that for Warren, man. Especially with, I mean, given that there's more than a half dozen, like, no, I can't do it. No. Yeah, I don't think I want to either. And it's probably my last desperation, like, forced. Matt Canada's gone, which is most likely a good thing. And no, he wasn't the entire problem, but he dang sure was a big part of it. Um, so who knows if they just come to be like, no, we're just going to give Najee the ball 18,000 times. So, like, that worries me a little bit. Plus, it's just annoying to have the lazy Austin Eckler comps. Small, fast, undrafted guy. Okay, he's Austin Eckler. No, stop it. All right, so let's move on. Uh, Twenty-four second for James Conner. I mean, that's the that you're not getting him for less, and you're not. Yeah. You might not get better for more, but I mean, Maybe. I gave away like a second for James Conner. I think like two years ago, right at the right at what could be a yeah, trade we deadline. There, yeah. That felt great because I've still got James Conner. I don't think I checked the box on him though. I don't think I start him in anywhere. Yeah, I think if I'm absolutely, you know, if I just got destroyed somehow in the last few weeks and I, I realize I, I absolutely have to have one more running back into the playoffs, 
he's a maybe, but I think I still lean towards no, because like I think his value is about to completely evaporate here very soon, and I would probably still just hold on to the second unless I absolutely have to have some kind of piece as my last flex spot uh, out of desperation. Yeah, I'm going to say no because the last two games since he's been healthy, he's averaging 7.8 points per game, and I can find something to do that <laughs> that doesn't involve sending my second. And that offense isn't taking the leap I wanted to with Kyler coming back, but that's not really the point. All right, so what about Jerome Ford? No. That one's interesting just because he's he's so young and, uh, you know, next, next year, you know, Chubb, I'm not sure what his timeline looks like, but even if Chubb comes back completely healthy, he's one of the most valuable kind of quote-unquote handcuff running backs for the next one or two years maybe to, to me and might have some standalone value week to week as a, you know, back-end flex play even so. That, to me, that's... That makes sense given his role. I think that's probably like the absolute four that I would I would settle for. But I, I'm trying to get him, you know, and for you know like a three point oh one or a two point. You know, if I, I don't know. You hope to be your two twelve. Yeah, I, I have zero confidence that assuming it's it won't be any higher. Anything you know. producing like I think I think offensive yeah. wise Browns. Yeah, I guess down That's, the stretch here, it's uh, going to be tough to really rely on him, though. So, I like think I'm looking at points right now. Yeah, that's that's probably averaging 12 points per game. That's that's the first one. That's the first one where I'm like, okay, that's probably fair given the uncertainty and the value that you even get from the pick and his his age and likelihood to maintain some sort of value beyond this year. But given what you just said, John, you're right. I, I think uh, still barely know. It's gotta be, we've got to give give it some. We've got to be getting to the point where we want to buy some. Alexander Madison. <sighs> uh, he falls in the maybe. <laughs> what else is there? Oh no! See, the problem oh. is, like, I went through this list, and like, there's a couple of people that had the value of what these seconds are. That I'm just like, yeah, there's no way these guys are going for seconds. So these don't seem like the most nicest options but i to me they're realistic yeah these are the you're paying the trophy tax like yeah yeah which i would do this I am, for alexander madison because it just it seems like they want him to be a thing he will be on the field he will get the ball and he's been scoring touchdowns so that's I, why I he was a maybe for me strictly from a participation standpoint i on would the do it for madison is not terrible i won't like it but i'll do it oh there's got to be some got to be a better option hmm yeah, that's that's probably a bare minimum yes for me, just because of his usage, and uh, they're the, the clear want to, but that's that's probably the first yes I think for me, and I don't feel great about it. <laughs> so, You're not gonna feel yeah. great about any of these because the next one is AJ Dillon. Oh God, no! <laughs> I no, don't know I mean, what, no. what is Aaron Jones's yeah, situation. No. What is his? Uh... I I don't know for sure. All I know is he's no, not Dylan's Dylan's gone after this year too, right? I'm pretty sure Dylan's gone after this year, so his, he's he's done too like we've already seen everything that he'll ever do like he could just disappear yep. gus edwards well i just paid a third in cam Akers for gus edwards in a league and i was like that's fine see i would do it for gus edwards because that dude's just going to keep scoring touchdowns 
has, and it's been like multiple years. Like we just keep on waiting. Like, nah, this guy's done, right? They're not. They're not going to do this again, right? <laughs> and uh, all he does is score what nine touchdowns in the last five games. So yeah, I, I, I'll go with I'll go with yes, just because they're they're uh, stubborn commitment over commitment. Well, yeah. when you want it to be J.K. Dobbins, and he just never wants to doesn't want to be on the field. It's absolutely mm-hmm. his choice, right? Yeah. Um, so the last one of this little category is Chuba Hubbard. No, no, no. Like he's doing okay, and that's the problem. He's not having any spike weeks, but he's doing well enough. So okay, so now we don't you really have, have any. Like I'm trying to scour Twitter and see if there's an update on Aaron Jones. See me, unfortunately. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, so this might be like a two seconds or a second and a third more of a category. I only got four more players. Tony Pollard. I would give two seconds easily for him right now. He's Man. not scoring well. And yeah. I'm not, I've literally never wanted Pollard. Like I have always been. I, you, it's true. You have not. Tony Pollard him for the, the value you can get, but... is 10.9 points per game. And that's because it's nine, five and a half, 18. Like he has not scored well at all season no. i don't think that uh he's ever going to ever again so <laughs> that's so pessimistic i mean like he's he's been a career scat back even dating back to memphis and so like it was cool that he was hyper efficient for one year and, and useful but we're never seeing it again speaking uh, of one year kyron williams <laughs> kyron was actually good at for a long time. And the only reason that we're not hyping him up more is because he ran a slow 40 time. Slow two years 40. Ago. Yes. I, I loved Kyron. And honestly, the fact that he ran slow made me get so many more shares of him. Right. Exactly. And then there's like, Oh, you're going to gift me the guy who's probably running back three or four in this class for basically free. Sign yep. me up. I hate that he's coming off of an injury and I would have to give that without knowing that he's like fully back. But they don't unless, have anyone else. He's easily. Yeah. Plus, we don't back. know. But I don't. I don't know what that team's going to be like. Is Cup also gone for a little bit now? Like with his re-injury. From what uh, I saw, it's not a bad injury to, that will. Okay. Like, from what I hear, like he can play next week. That is a very quick read that I think I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. I would probably gamble it. It's two seconds. <laughs> I would probably get. I would yeah, rather seconds. pay up and be wrong, giving two yeah. seconds for a guy that I think is better than trying to get by for a guy on one second that I don't feel like putting in my lineup. Pollard and Kyron yeah. Williams, I feel like starting both of them. Totally agree with that whole whole idea, John. Right there with you. And I confidently do this for Kyron Williams. What about Najee Harris? I offered a single second for Najee, and I think the guy almost did accept. He ended up rejecting it. Uh, but it was, I think it's an, it's not one of my, it's like, I'm contending. It's not my pick. It's somebody else's. So I think it's going to be like the 202, 203, seeing how things go down the stretch. And like, it's a, it's somebody that rejects quickly if they're going to reject and it's sat yeah. for like two days. So maybe he just didn't have his phone on him or something for two days, <laughs> but, uh, and then it got rejected and I was like, oh man, this one actually might go through. Nope. But like Najee had a really bad game this week, only putting up 4.6, but he's been actually pretty good. The past few weeks, I'd rather pay my late second for Jalen Warren than two seconds for Najee Harris. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to go for a Pittsburgh running back right now, then in that case, give me the cheaper of the options. That's that's where I am too. Absolutely, even though I know that Najee's doing okay, it really is a numbers game with him. 
at least with Warren, he has the ability to break off a big play. Like uh, that's pretty much play. what you're looking for. Which I don't like. Put, I don't like starting on that. No. Two seconds or Najee Harris, Travis. I think I'd still lean Najee Harris. Okay. But uh, Najee Harris just barely. Um, he's disappointed, but uh, he's still. I mean, he's got almost what 150 touches on the year, and they're still feeding him regardless of how efficient he is. So, yeah, I think he's he's going to be getting a workload down the stretch this year and at least next year. And so, and you're not going to get a good replacement in this year's draft unless you get Trevion Henderson, and he's the only running back that's going to be worth taking early in rookie drafts next spring. Uh, so yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. So this is the last one, and it really this one fits in like he probably should be only worth a second, but his value was higher on the calculator. So I left him in here. Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, I would give for Pacheco. Yeah. Two seconds. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I assume these aren't going to be like 201, 202 scenario. No, no, no. no. One of them will be yours. So yeah. one of them will be playoffs, assuming you don't just yeah. completely crash and burn. I, I would probably give that. I, you know, I am a sucker for trying to get any piece of, of now floundering Chiefs offense. I'm not going to judge the Chiefs only on recent times. I think there's plenty of opportunity for them to get back to scoring plenty of points. Oh, they're so. just they're bored with the regular season. They just want the playoffs already. Um, but I'm still not doing it for Pacheco. I love watching him play. He's fun, but I don't trust his fantasy output. I don't mind. He's he's another guy that I don't mind clicking the box to hit start. So I don't think I've I don't think I've started him and then been annoyed by his production in any week yet what are his what is what's his scoring usually russ you always have that pulled up for us the week by weeks yep um well here i want to pull the whole season because that's more favorable for why you keep changing um pacheco is rb 24 on the season averaging 12.66 points per game he had two bad weeks right before the bye of only putting up six points but besides that uh, 16, 25, 13, 16, 16, 7, 7, and then by week and 10 this week. So he's mostly not bad. He just had a little <laughs> bit of a bad streak in there. Mostly not bad is sometimes what I'm looking for. <laughs> At running back, that's usually what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you, Travis? I think uh I'm just gonna stop overthinking it with these running backs that uh they, they just run like they want to kill somebody and like oh, that, um like he might get hurt, but I just when I dating back to like watching him in college, like Damian Pierce was that same way. Like he just he was trying to murder someone and every every single play, uh, regardless of how good or bad his offensive line is or how good or bad the defense in front of him is, it's just like I'm just gonna enjoy rooting for that player. So yes, I'm, I'm gonna go for it. Whether you know the the process behind that that thought is super sound right now, um, I, I do like his usage. I do like the offense when it's clicking uh, that he's in. And so and I don't like a bunch of the players coming in to replace him uh, next offseason. So I think he's in a pretty solid spot. I mean, the, the team's already committed and said, hey, the first rounder we picked is bad. So we're not going to, you know, have him out touch you or anything like that. There's no there's no risk for his his workload, I don't think. So I think I go, I go with it. He's 24. And um, I still just props to him dating back to putting up with Rutgers football. And just pumped for him. Just like going, imagine going from like the worst team at your level of play to playing with the greatest quarterback of all time. I guess it's like it's just completely opposite, you know. It's just so, just love rooting for 
for Pacheco. He's played with Art Sikowski, who threw four touchdowns to 18 interceptions in one season, to playing with Patrick Mahomes. And so that's that's quite the, the glow up there for Mr. And Pacheco. When people ask why I am not into college football, I say, well, I went to Rutgers, and they're just like, oh. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that season? It was like, uh, that was, it was Pacheco's first year there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. no. I, dude, I went to college well, before what, Ray Rice did. I mean, like, I, I am old. So you, um, you got the Ray Rice and Kenny Britt years, man. That's good. Uh, you got the good stuff. After me, still, I was well checked out by then. All right, John, wide receivers. What do we got? All right, wide receivers. <clears throat> I was looking for who I could go get with a second. 24 second. Let's go. Yes, exactly. Um, it's nobody that I really feel great putting in my lineup, so I shifted. Uh, and I thought, huh, well, maybe this is a chance to buy kind of low on a guy. Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks comes in on the calculator at only 5.6 right now. That's the 2.07. I 2.07. Player. I really, really do. I like the player, too. And at the 2.07, like, ooh. This might be a good time to go. Well, see, this is when I love having Devi people on the show with us. So thank you for that brilliant idea, John, and <laughs> Travis for saying yes. Uh, you have been talking about this draft coming up like it's a wide receiver draft. Are we still yeah. talking hitting around the 207 in a super flex draft? Are there people that have enough talent that would be like maybe Burks can overcome the injuries and overcome Tennessee to be something? Like, do you think that's a good value? No one's ever going to be able to overcome being a Tennessee Titan. Like, that's just never. <laughs> well, I mean, AJ Brown. Yes, like, they all technically they all did. overcome it when they go you to Philadelphia. Better be, you better actually be a top five NFL wide receiver like today, uh, like AJ Brown was when he was on the team. Like he was already a top five NFL wide receiver, and that's the only reason he overcame anything. Uh, and Burks is not that. And so, yeah, until he's gone, until he's gone from the team, he's just going to be a waste of a roster spot. So you're taking the two seven over Burks? Absolutely. Like oh, running, take... sprinting to the window to cast that in right now. I'm still taking Burks, and I'm just leaving him on my bench. That's where <laughs> that's where he sits on so many of my teams at a cost that was more than the two oh seven. But see, here's uh, the thing: like, I'm gonna part of me wants to give the cop out answer of like, I'll wait till I'm on the clock to make this move because like. I do really, really like Burks, but I also have a very big penchant to fall in love with second round wide receivers. Yeah. So that like that's the only thing that'll worry me that like I'll trade that pick and then that guy will just be there. Um, but like I like Burks. I think like I think in the end I do it and find a way back into the second if I need to, just because I like seeing Traylon Burks' names on my team. The second though, round like, next year is if we're, maybe I'm wrong, but second round next year, that's where we're gonna basically just be burning dart throws on running backs right travis like nobody's taking first round running backs but then we're gonna be in the second round it's only second rounder who cares and like none of them are gonna panic i think as of today uh what you have is a situation where you you probably have one first round running back at this point it's gonna be trevion henderson Mm. you're gonna have three or four quarterbacks maybe five depending on how the capital falls in in there and you're gonna have six wide receivers and brock bauer so you're like getting out of the first round of you know, where you feel super pumped about who you're getting um, between like the wide receivers, you know, Trevion Henderson, Brock Bowers, and then the quarterbacks, you know, like maybe to pick 13, 14. Uh, and then you have this amazing second tier of wide receivers 
that all look like they could still hit anyway. They, they, they might get round two capital or a solid production profile, like at the beginning of round three. Um, and then you're probably in, in the mix for like the actual running back two or three in the class. Uh, once you get to the early, early, you know, to mid round two. And so you, you might get a guy with some decent uh, explosive metrics or uh, decent um, like uh, adjusted yards for team play or dominator or, you know, that they check a few box, but boxes, but not all the boxes at running back. And so I'd probably prefer a handful of guys, like even like a, a Trey Benson or like a Braylon Allen, uh, Trey Benson being a running back out of Florida State, uh, Braylon Allen being running back out of Wisconsin. Uh, and Braylon Allen, by the way, like he's going to get touted as like the next Derrick Henry, regardless of what his capital is, because he's like 240 pounds and was squatting, uh, was squatting like a, a school bus when he was 17 years old. Um, and so like there, there's going to be a few guys that get hyped up at the running back position that you might have in the early second. And then you get your pick of the, the litter of, of several guys that have fantastic production profiles at wide receiver. So I, you might just be on the outside at that two, seven, two, seven mark of getting somebody that you really want, but at the same time, almost guarantee I'd prefer them, uh, over Traylon Burks. Maybe 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 I have a later second than I can yeah. <laughs> Maybe I have a, a truly contender second. And maybe I maybe it's not just that uh, midline playoff team that I should be looking to add Trey Lambrooks for. That's right. I'm still taking the pick for now. All right. The list. This is gross. <laughs> this, this this was depressing to me. Um Romeo Dobbs. Wait, Jameson oh. Williams. Oh boy. Okay. Elijah Moore and Michael Wilson. Holy cow. And I will say, I had to go up from Traylon Burks to go get names. Oh my God. All of those four are in the calculator above Traylon Burks. Woo. Yeah. The names that are are directly around Burks were. I. Unpleasant. I, I don't know if it's Izzy or uh, JP. I don't I don't know who really hates Traylon Burks, but uh, he is very far down there. Uh, you've got like Wandell Robinson, Michael Thomas. Um, those are real close to him. Jonathan mm. Mingo. Oh, like, disgusting. Um, That's gross. So Romeo Dobbs, Elijah Moore, Michael Wilson. And what, what was the other one? Uh, Jameson Williams. I have oh. my list. Go for it, man. All right, so I'm putting Romeo Dubs first because he's good. He came out in rookie year and was good. And he still shows that he can be that possession receiver that will be helped by Christian Watson being good for real football and not for fantasy football. He, you know, he will benefit from you know the field being spread, and he's better in the short yardage than their tight ends are at the moment. So I'll take Romeo Dubs up first. Michael Wilson just is doing really, really good. <laughs> like, uh, like it's weird that, you know, like we have too many players doing too much better that we're not like this guy's having the kind of season we wish some of these wide receivers were having. So I do think Michael Wilson has a decent ceiling, especially if things do change in Arizona. Or Imagine if... JSN with Michael Wilson's rookie production. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if Hollywood is, I don't know what his contract is like, but if he's out anytime soon, or even just like if he... Wilson ends up being the wide receiver too there. I think that's a good spot to be in. I'll put Traylon Burks third because I'm at the point of 
I don't think these next two guys produce very well in general, and I like Traylon Burks more. Um, Elijah Moore, if he were on almost any other team, I might rank him higher because I really do like the player, but he's on the Browns. The Browns are just screwed at quarterback for a while, and uh uh-oh. And uh, Jameson Williams I was never really into, and it seems like he is not fitting into that offense. So I don't really want that travis okay let's see here um they're all bad um well well i would <laughs> never bring a list of for, all bad except for jameson williams and romeo dobbs romeo Do- i I'm, I'm forever gonna call him dobbs by the way just because that's better uh but jameson williams i think i'm gonna give him just a little bit more time i think i'm okay just believing that uh, he's gonna grow into a role uh, there as as the uh, solid third or even grow into like a second kind of like 2A, uh, 2B rather kind of target there. Um, I think he's going to continue to develop. Plus he's super, super fun to root for, super nice guy. And he had ridiculous explosive uh, final season metrics uh, that were just ridiculously hard to ignore. And yes, things have not gone well. He's not been healthy, but uh, I think we're about to see the best of him. Uh, down the stretch here, and he's probably going to see an ascension to his value here very soon. Uh, Dobbs <clears throat> is in a situation where he doesn't have a good quarterback. Um, he's just there because he's, you know, the, the Packers don't have any real wide receivers. Um, looking at you, Christian Watson, doesn't count either. Nope. Uh, but uh, so I think he's probably there at, in second for me because um, I don't think the Packers have a, a good track record of even trying to replace their wide receivers with good re- receivers. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with Jameson Williams, Romeo Dobbs. And then <clears throat> I think Elijah Moore and then Michael Wilson. And I know that Michael Wilson's doing really well, but it, it really reminds me of, like, I think it was, like, for whatever reason, like, how, how they get used, how they win, uh, being old and bad uh, prospects. Uh, Van Jefferson's, like, second year uh, was such a mirage. Like, he got, like, 800 receiving yards, and people were like, oh, my gosh, is he actually going to be good? Uh, for a second, and he was only producing out of necessity because the team had absolutely no other targets to go with that year, and that's that's why Michael Wilson is is doing what he's doing because they have nobody else to go to. And the second they replace him in this upcoming draft with one of I don't care a dozen different wide receivers that are immediately better than him, 15, 16, 20 wide receivers in this upcoming class that are immediately better than Michael Wilson, uh, he's going to be an afterthought. And we're never going to even gonna remember. oh remember that one season where we thought Michael Wilson was good for a sec. Uh, that's going to be this year. And so, yeah, he's last. Maybe he ends up as a chief eventually. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 they love wide receivers that aren't good. So he, he hey, I, would, I would be very happy if he became a chief. He can be Justin Watson's water boy. Instantly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's funny you guys mentioned Christian Watson, because he was actually the first player that I went to go look at when I saw this list. Um, because I was going to bring him. He is well above everybody on this list based on the trade calculator. Uh, He was still coming in at like, I think the 112 or something like that. Because I was curious. Hard hard pass. Oh my God. Oh, big time. That's why I didn't bring him. (laughs) I was was expecting him to be coming in at like a mid-second or something like that now. Um, Because I thought that would be interesting to bring him and like, is he cheap enough? Like we've seen some flashes. Uh, but no, he's not cheap enough yet, according to DTC. So I couldn't bring him. So we want Traylon Burks instead. I'm going to keep Burks at one. I guess I'm just going to be uh, a fanboy of him. I've got I've got um, Dobbs second. 
I have him on so many teams and I've tried to trade him and the value's not there. I can't get value for him. He comes in just slightly below Christian Watson. He was equal to like the 201 or 202. I've tried to trade Dobbs. I've tried to use him as an add-on. Like, hey, Dobbs in my second for an actual good receiver that I want. Um, it's just no avail. So I don't think he has the value. I don't think – I think it would take a lot for him to gain value in the eyes of others at this point. Now, he might just have roster value and starting lineup value, um, but that's not as much fun for a trade show. So uh, he comes in second only because I think Burks, if Burks ever has anything, like instantly I think his value jumps. He's got a higher ability to have his value jump. Uh, because people will remember that name. That's what happens. Like guys that had value, had a high value once can get to a high value a whole lot easier than somebody that did not start with a high value. It's just how it goes. It might not mm -hmm. be right or wrong or it might not be right. Um, but that is how a lot of people operate. So because of that reason, I keep Burks first. I'll put Wilson third. I'll put Jamison Williams fourth. Those two are pretty close for me. And then, of course, there's a guy that used to be a Jet and is now a Brown. So, like, I mean, that's a double whammy. Um, Elijah Moore, he's waiver wire. Uh, By the he, way, sorry, I didn't even slot Burks into the, the mix for mine either. Oh, you I, did? I just, you no, I would, put him above, I would put him above Moore and Wilson, and that's it. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I threw him at the bottom thinking that you were just leaving him out. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. So right in the no. middle. All right. Yeah. Yeah, more. I'm just. Uh, I'll let him sit on somebody else's bench. I don't even want him using a roster spot of mine. Yeah, that, that's real. Pretty much where I'm at with him. I'm literally spot. never going to put him in my starting lineup. Like or, never. The other guys all have a pathway to being in my starting lineup at some point. Uh, and if you're not going to do that, I, I, I have no use for you on my team. I don't think. I don't think at this point I'm waiting for Elijah Moore to develop, to, to get better or anything. So. All right. Well, he's still 23, by the way. <laughs> um, he know. might actually be younger than Michael Wilson. He, he might be. But on that note, we are shutting down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Travis May at, man, FF underscore Travis M. I usually have it pulled up just in case, but yes, I got it. Ring the bell. We are out of